4: FSR.
2: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
4: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So... The Braves are in first place with the Mets now. Hooray. Yeah. It yeah. finally happened. Happened. I'm sure they're they're You're playing narco mad? All over Atlanta right now. Oh, they're so excited. Yes, the Bra really I get you. I'm just the, the trolling just really pisses me off, Mike, from everybody. Acuna, Strider, the 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 organist, the play, the guy, the audio visual guys playing narco at the stadium when the Mets lose. It just upset me. It just, that's what upsets me more than anything. Just uh,
5: six in a row. Just gets me, man, social media is uh, really getting after it, and all of the Braves fans celebrating this moment, climbing back for the final stretch run. The Mets doing everything they can. And down the stretch they come, trying to hold on, hugging the rail, trying to take the shortest path they possibly can to get to that finish line. Sticking out their tongue, maybe this will help.
4: Hooray. Hooray. Seeing how many starting pitchers will be ready to go. I mean, maybe Edwin Diaz needs to to come to the mound to let it go like Craig Kimbrell now. Maybe, maybe that maybe that's the whole thing. Well, it's not his fault. He's not hitting. Maybe it's the curse of Timmy Trumpet. We were doing great until Timmy Trumpet showed up. Well, maybe we that did was discuss it. We that. Have never had a, Timmy
5: Trumpet show up at all? We did discuss that at at some point a couple of weeks ago. That maybe all of the attention and love to Timmy Trumpet was taking away from what the team had done because they they'd just been a workmanlike squad just going out and winning pitching well everything's clicking and then all of a sudden the celebrity got through their heads and here's this guy showing up with his trumpet we're watching him hanging out with Aoki, and they're throwing cakes and then he's you know got a big beat behind him from the djs and then he blows three or four notes and then just dances that's what he does that's the bit, <laughs> and you fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. And now he's sent your season to hell.
4: How <laughs> hey, like that? It's all your no, fault, I, Timmy I will Trump say this. I, I will say this. Is that this weekend? One one of my one of my best friends uh, has played the played the trumpet his whole life. He's a, he's a musician, teaches yeah. music. He played the trumpet, and you know he wanted to know about this Timmy. Chase, I've been hearing about this Timmy trumpet guy though, so I tell him the whole story. So then, then you said
5: there's G double O. G L E. Anyway, <laughs> keep
4: going. So he goes, All right, well, let's, I want to listen. So I played Narco for him. And then we actually, we, dro- we drove out to the game together, the Dodger game on Saturday. And he, and he, and he cues up some other stuff from Timmy Trumpet. Like he finds like his, his most famous songs on the internet. Like here's by popularity. They rank them. Here's by popularity. Here's this. Here's this. Here's this. And, uh, and he, you play every song. He played about five songs. And, and I just go, Oh this is kind of derivative of Narco. Oh what this is kind of derivative of Narco. Oh this no. kind of sounds like
0: Narco a little bit.
4: <laughs> so he's Creed, he's
5: Nickelback, yeah. he's I mean <laughs> it's all this this kind of sounds like All right. Okay, this could be it. All right. <laughs> hey, you know oh, what? Know. As long as it sounds just different enough Oh to yeah, get yeah. Folks hopping in a club, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no,
4: no, no. That, like, and then you like, wear that. a
5: nice hat,
4: some yep. good oh, shades, yeah. and come yeah. out
5: and hold up the trumpet. Everybody gets fired up, <laughs> blow a couple of notes, and then all you gotta do is jump along with the beat again. It, it a,
4: works. Just jump along.
5: That's all I did. I wish I was happy. younger and I could could have figured out that scam.
4: Just be happy. Just be so I tried to do. I just be happy look like I'm happy. Like I'm mad the Mets aren't in first place by themselves anymore but I'm pretty happy Syracuse is in the also-receiving-votes category, so I'm all right with that. Which is better, though, Syracuse receiving
5: votes after one week mm-hmm. or having watched the Mets, celebrated the Mets, all these victories, all the hats you bought over the course of the year, and now watching it come off the rails
4: Ooh,
6: and having, uh,
5: having to be trolled by the Braves uh, and you're uh, dead.
4: Look, 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 no, nothing coming off the rails is fun. I mean, that's not, n- none of that is, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. No, none of that's fun.
5: Positivity, buddy. Find those wins.
4: None of that is fun. Da, 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 da.
5: No, none of that's See, fun. See, now you want to learn fun. how to play it so you can strut around like he that's does. <laughs> why Why is that guy just walked into this crowded restaurant with a trumpet? Wait for it. <laughs> Wait for it. Jason Smith was beaten
4: uh, after starting boy. to play a trumpet. It just, it's just not. They
5: fun. didn't understand. I was channeling my inner Timmy trumpet. Uh, the Jason and then I played Smith "Feels just- So Good" to calm everybody down. <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh wait, it wasn't even narco. It was a different one. (laughs) Oh man. That stinks. He, he learned to play the wrong song. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that. It wasn't even narco. (laughs) All right. Uh, the Jason Smith (laughs) show with Mike Harmon live from the Fox sports radio studios. Uh, so yeah. Well, congratulations, Braves. Congratulations. Um, a story we have to start paying a little bit more attention to because some things the last couple of days just are not making this go away, right? The last, I would say, since Monday, New York Post – or, or, or no, I think it was, it was Friday – the New York Post had a headline in page six, which is the gossip column, that the reason Tom Brady missed time with the Bucks was because he and Giselle Bündchen were in a big fight and she wound up leaving uh, to go on vacation by herself. And there's a big fight going on about Tom Brady's return to football and they have a big disagreement. There's a big blowout going on about it. Now, when this story came out, no one really paid a lot of attention to it. It's something out of page six of the New York Post, right? It's okay. It's, it's what gossip column is. I mean, if I want to know if Harry Styles really spit on Chris Pine, I don't even know if I would go to page six. I'd go to TMZ. I'd find something else. So this story comes out, and then there's a new update the next day that says when she went to Costa Rica uh, by herself, and then there was an update a couple of days later that now she is in a water park, she took the kids to a water park, and uh, she was talking with all the people that were around the water park, and these are all New York Post exclusives. Nobody else has this story, and it's really weird that this continues to go on. There's two things that that make me believe we have to start paying attention to this as, as the reason why Brady could have left. Number one is he did a podcast with Jim Gray that he that he always does, you know, his Let's Go podcast. And he talked about life. You know, Jim Gray gave him the carefully scripted questions about him being gone and trying to balance life and football and everything that goes along with it. And in the podcast, Brady never mentioned Giselle. Talked about his kids, talked about different things, but never mentioned Giselle by name. So okay. You don't always need to say your wife's name in a podcast. I don't you know, I'd always bring up my wife's name during a show. You know. But when things are a little uh, sensitive with it, you would think, okay, maybe he would bring that up or try to, dis- try to d- diffuse a little bit. And that leads into the second thing about it. Why I think we have to start taking this story seriously is that athletes, you don't have to respond to every rumor. Right. It's really because you you don't want to give you don't want to give any credence to something that's not true. Because once you start responding to every rumor, then you are beholden to responding to anything. And anytime someone says something about you, no, no, this is not true. And you give weight to the story and it becomes a big headache. But this story didn't go away and it's still kind of hanging around. And there's been no statement from Brady, no statement from Giselle, none of this. And. When that doesn't happen, a story like this that keeps getting reported in the New York Post and people keep talking about it, it gives it oxygen. And you would think that if you were Brady or Giselle and this wasn't the case, you could put out a statement that would diffuse this that would say, this is not happening. Giselle and I, here's a picture of Giselle and I having ice cream together, right? You don't even need to, to address the New York Post board. Hey, are, you know, some family time with the Bradys. Uh, just anything that would show this this story is false. Because... Why would you want the internet to run rampant with rumors? Your kids can get on the internet. Your kids' friends can get on the internet. Why would you allow this to be something to fester? Why wouldn't you just do something? And as, like I said, it's obliquely as putting up a family photo. Hey, here we all are. Everybody's happy. We're all watching The Masked Singer, whatever it's going to be. Uh, there are many things you could do, and we've got none of that. And Brady has not addressed anything. Giselle Bunchen has not addressed anything. And... That tells me that maybe we got to start paying attention to this, because when you think about where this was placed, right? This was the latest story we got about Brady's absence from the Bucks training camp. What did we get as soon as Brady left? Right? It was Mass Singer, right? Brady's taping the Mass Singer, which was really kind of fun. Uh, that story was planted, thrown out there on Reddit. Many people opined about it. I was hoping it was true. And what did we get after that? Brady was on vacation. Brady and Giselle were on vacation. They were here. A couple of different uh, outfits were able to report that. Many different sources. Yes, they were on vacation. They were spending family time together. And then this story comes out about the fact that Brady and Giselle aren't getting along and there's a big fight over his return to football. If this was the case, wouldn't that be the strategy of, well... When this gets out, we don't want people talking about it, treating it seriously, so let's throw out a whole bunch of stuff that people think it could be, so by the time it gets to this, no one pays attention to it. So here comes the mass Singer rumor that Brady responds to on social media, which, why did you have to do that? You didn't have to respond to it, but he did. Then we throw out, hey, maybe they were on vacation, that we had that it on authority, they were on vacation, so okay, so maybe he was on vacation, and then when this story comes up about the split, people just throw their hands up and go, whatever it is, it It doesn't matter so those things kind of lead me to believe that we have to start taking this part of the story a little bit more seriously that maybe this is i'm not saying it is i'm just trying to play detective with what's going on with what we've heard and not heard from people and what we normally do hear from players when you want to put out a fire when it comes to a rumor that doesn't paint you in a particularly flattering light
5: yeah i guess the end game is if you respond at this point do you add more fuel to said fire, right? Your, your suggestion of a, here we are having ice cream. Well, they're having ice cream because they're trying to decide how to split the estate coming up next on page six or radar or TMZ or whatever else, right? I mean, that's that's where it goes because it becomes wanton speculation about every other thing that might be part uh, of any interaction that they're having uh, or just another story of here they are, a desperate attempt to reconcile and... and Obviously, spent way too much time reading tabloids as part of the extension of the job the last few years. Because now I can write headlines for the damn things. But it's the idea for Tom Brady. I, I hope things are well. I hope they've figured out whatever the the path needs to be. You know, always hope and root for people in their relationships and families. And I don't know how much it it would help to feed. The machine right he, he had a good laugh with the the mass singer thing for the future fox employers and our colleagues on the tv side and and whatever else that you know that was easily just hey have fun but it doesn't necessarily say no you know he he could kind of deny it but while still having fun with it now we we get to you're back at at practice back at work I guess the, the shoe to drop would be if he were to take another leave of absence, would that be something that this could cause? But putting out a statement isn't going to stop whatever happens a week from now, oh, two weeks from now, whatever. So maybe you, you try to work things as you need to uh, away from. From the spotlight. Unfortunately, you're Tom Brady, you're the goat, which means everything is magnified. And everybody wants to do speculation of where you were, how you were. What was that 11 days about? Where were you? All of those things. And to this point, it's it's still a lot of grasping at straws as to the truth.
4: Yeah, it's it's really it's something that I'm surprised has gone on for this long. But certain things you can you can say, all right, let's let's cut this out. Was, was it really a vacation? Well, if it was a vacation, someone would have gotten pictures of it. There would have been reports of them here or here. They were with George Clooney, wherever they were. Here's video of them, you know, getting off a private plane. Here's video of them at the resort. Uh, yeah. Certain things we would have known and we've just gotten nothing. You know, just absolutely nothing on this. And that may be the most shocking part that still here we are, a story that everybody wants to know where the hell was Tom Brady and we still have nothing on it. It's it's insane.
5: In the interim, Todd Bowles, as we talked about yesterday, saying, "Hey, he's all in and, and ready to go." I don't know what else he could say, but you know that that's the stance. and And we move forward into the season. Two days till day day one, and the big Thursday night opener. I mean, we're all looking forward to Ozzy Osborne more than everything else, mm. unless we're not. Man, I'll tell you. As that. much as I like Ozzy, you know, but no, I, I really hope for uh, you know that that all was right, like that. There's not something truly nefarious or a huge problem there but you know we, you never know what someone's truth is right you try to be kind empathetic and and move forward
2: be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike harman weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific
1: nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft
3: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an
6: Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
4: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. La- Hobo. <laughs> Hey, you know, I I, go ahead. (laughs) I just, every once in a while, it still surprises me. You know, it's, it still just gets me.
5: No, it'll, it'll creep up on you. You know, in in all your fever dream about not wanting to admit that Kenny Pickett is a backup. I forgot to invoke the most famous piece of uh, video on the internet. Well, at least as related to football, Uh, Mitchell Trubisky with all the lights and photo opportunity where he goes, let's ride. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good uh, Russell Wilson troll job there by Mitchell. No, it's Trubisky. good trolling them, and uh, you know, also saying I'm a, I'm I'm the
4: captain now. That's pretty good. No, I I kind of dig that. I kind of dig. Here's Mitchell Trubisky, who has done not even at you know 199th of what Russell Wilson has accomplished, but I'm going to troll him. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got as many uh,
5: MVP votes as Russell. I'm, I'm digging that, man. I am digging that. <laughs> hey, man, you got to be comfortable in your own skin. Oh boy. And they're all part of a fraternity. He can take the joke, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Right? Sure, sure he right? can. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. he's,
4: he's shown that he can do that, 100%.
5: Yeah, him and his 30-person entourage or whatever the hell it was when he was at the Super Bowl. But that's a
4: whole other thing. Uh, now, speaking of quarterbacks, Trey Lance, according to reports by Monday Morning Quarterback Sports Illustrated's Albert Breer, was annoyed the 49ers kept Jimmy Garoppolo. Did you say uh, annoyed? Annoyed. He didn't become Is the that... annoyed. Was, it, was annoyed Pizza Hut or Little Caesars? What was the annoyed? Avoid the Domino's? Oh, it might have been Domino's. It might have been Domino's. Oh. Better pizza. It might have been. It might have been. Oh, hey, yeah, you he, great... was,
5: he was. Uh, yeah, he was revived last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it tells me.
4: You want a great Noid story? You want a great? You want a great? You have story? a great Noid yeah, story. I do, I do. Tie no, shirt, Prosper, yeah. You in for a Noid? This is a great Noid story. So, um, in college. Uh, I was, you know, I did the, I did, I was at the radio station, and I Jason Mason. Yeah, it was Jason Mason on the radio, right? Pirate and, radio, right? Not, no not
5: know. <laughs> what real a great radio. movie that is! Real Underrated. Pirate. Go watch radio. it if you haven't seen. Oh, it.
4: I know about Seton Hall's radio pirate. Ra- no, 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 no. That was I used to listen to WSOU. <laughs> I love WSOU, man. They would play Anthrax, Oh and yeah. to Death, and Slayer. Oh, I love WSOU. Um, so, you know, one of the things I got to do was judge a campus. Halloween costume contest. Oh, boy. So I'm like, okay. okay. Now, this is in the early 90s. So, you know, it's going back a while. And the Noid, there was, you know, so what people did was they would come up as a costume and they would do something quick. And then, you know, you would, they would clap and then they would bring the next person out with the costume. Just, you know, regular costume party. Oh, here's a person and and you voted. So everybody kind of, you you knew who was going to go on to the next round. So this girl comes out and she's dressed as the Noid and it's really cool. It's like, Oh my God. And she's got a pizza box and she runs up to the front of the stage and she pulls it out and she throws it on the ground and she starts jumping up and down on top. And we're like, Oh, that's great. Yeah. You're in the next round. You're in the next round. Okay. So the costumes weren't that great, but she still kept making it to the next round. And every time, and there were like seven rounds of this, and people would have to come out again to, to get it down to one and a winner, and she had to come out, and she had nothing to do after that first time, so every time she came out that she did the same thing. She would come out with a pizza with the box, she would throw it down and jump on top of it, <laughs> and after the second time she did it, everybody was just so embarrassed for her because there was nothing else you could do. And like, we've just seen you beat the crap out of this box. Oh no, now she's got to come out. i got to watch her do it again and she did it like seven times she kept making it further because she had a great costume but i just felt awful for her i was gonna vote for her to not make it just because i'm like okay you know what? i don't want to I don't you're want a one-trick this. pony i'm now. out of this listen you're done. i felt so embarrassed she, you can tell even she comes out like the sixth or seventh time it was like yeah whatever here throw it down jump on top of it i felt awful for her it was terrible Oh my goodness. And yeah, not many people have a annoyed story like that. No,
5: I I was really hoping there was something more to it. <laughs> you want to avoid the annoyed, you want to
4: avoid the Um so Trey Lance annoyed that the Niners kept Jimmy Garoppolo as his backup. Now Albert Breer, in responding to this story, went out and didn't really clarify, it, but just said, "Hey, listen. When announcements like this are made, you know, people get emotional, and it's 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 to be expected. Look, I, I'm not mad, and I'm not. A, I wouldn't be upset that Trey Lance is annoyed the Niners kept Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd feel the same way, right? It's my job, isn't it? Um, but and everything Trey Lance has said in public has always been very supportive. I'm happy Garoppolo's back. I learn a lot from the guy. I mean, he's been classy throughout." the this entire thing, right? Trey Lance has been really classy. But as we have told you, they didn't trust Trey Lance, right? We've told you this for a long time. Mm-hmm. And now congratulations to to everybody who wants to go on TV and radio and say, you know, the Niners really don't trust Trey Congratulations on just discovering that. Again, we're always ahead of the curve here on the show. But... I'm going to give you a drop-the-mic moment because what have I said from the beginning? The plan was always to keep Garoppolo. Except when you wanted
5: him to be part of a revenge fantasy that you've had of the ongoing battle between Belichick and Brady that Jimmy Garoppolo would be tagged back in (laughs) to fuel that fire once again. Beyond that, yeah, it was he should stay in San Francisco for a lot of legitimate reasons.
4: Right. Well, when when the the – jets may have needed a quarterback garoppolo would have been a move but i told you at the beginning garoppolo this was the plan was to find a way to keep him and not trade him because they want to have their cake and eat it too they want to have trey lance and give him a shot but if it doesn't work boy we really want to go to jimmy garoppolo because as the last year and a half has gone on they're unsure if trey lance is their guy hence the we don't trust trey lance so we're keeping jimmy Garoppolo. I've told you many times that this was that this was the main uh source of what they wanted to accomplish. Hey, we backed away into it. Hey, who knew that we found a way, but we found a way to keep Jimmy? Here's how you know this was their plan all along. What was the deal this summer? We're trying to trade Jimmy. We couldn't get a we couldn't get a trade partner. He was injured. We couldn't find the right deal. We wound up with with Jimmy. Garoppolo wasn't a part of the team. He was he was working out away from the team. No, no, no. He this is this is Trey's job. If they really wanted to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, if they really tried, if they really said they meant it that Garoppolo would have been was ready to be traded, they wanted to get rid of him but couldn't, they would have brought in another quarterback to be the backup behind Trey Lance this year and they didn't. You're telling me they were going to go into this season with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy's going to be your backup? Come on, man. I was born at night, but not last night. That was never going to happen. They would have found a way to bring in a Joe Flacco type or some kind of veteran that if things go bad, we can go to him or something happens. Trey Lance is ineffective. He gets hurt. But you don't keep the same starter from the year before. Why? Because nobody does. Because you don't want the new starter looking over their shoulder. You don't want the players to look around and go, okay, okay, eventually am I going to be playing with this guy, playing with this guy? Nobody does that. Nobody does that, right? The Panthers were saved from having to cut Sam Darnold because he got hurt, and now he's going to be out for at least seven, eight weeks. But if they really were going to get rid of Garoppolo, another more seasoned backup who was ready to play would have come in and been Trey Lance's backup, would have been learning the playbook all summer because, hey, he's going to be our backup. Jimmy's not going to be with the team. But the Niners didn't do it. The Niners didn't. If they really were going to trade Garoppolo, that's what they would have done. But they didn't because they were going to keep Jimmy Garoppolo the entire time. So now your, your, your depth chart looks Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy. All right? Really. Again, that's all you should need to know. The Niners were going to do this. This was their plan all along. First off, you leave Brock Purdy alone.
5: Uh, <laughs> but, no, I, I like the, this theory. I do. And I said all along that he should have stayed anyway. Right, whatever conspiracies, whatever processes, whatever. Like, how do you go away from a guy that's been so successful? And I understand the, but you gave up so much to get Trey Lance. Like, okay, if Trey Lance comes in and just blows the doors off, then yeah, have at it. And he had plenty of opportunity, because that's the other thing that needs to be stated here. Plenty of opportunity with Garoppolo recovering from a shoulder surgery to really go and and make his case right plant his flag as the guy unquestioned moving forward clearly that did not happen he's a guy that hasn't played a lot of football you've heard this next part of things uh a lot the last couple of days so i'll just fast forward blah, 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 and get back into your discussion of the plan to keep him there could very well be and might have been that the bar to acquire him Did you like my fast forward note? Uh Either Uh that, or you were just tweeting something. Uh, But the idea that he, they needed to be wowed to get rid of him, and when that didn't happen, it became a all right. Here's Plan B. Right, that it wouldn't be the worst thing if he stayed, but he certainly wasn't going to stay at twenty seven million dollars. Garoppolo, for his part the last thing I think he would want is to go through what he did going to San Francisco where he shows up right ahead of the season and then it takes a few games and then, all right, go figure it out. All right. You don't want to do that. You're nine years into your NFL career, right? 2014 draft class. So it's that, that time of your career, you're like, all right, where's my best chance to be successful with this coach? I've been dominant at times. Again, you could talk about the stats and the he'll give you one or two like most NFL quarterbacks. But the success between Shanahan and Garoppolo, well-documented. So it, it can run in parallel. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. It all just plays out in this. And Jimmy Garoppolo takes less money. Uh, big, big incentives, no trade option. In other words, you can't send me to a stiff team.
4: Without me okaying it. <laughs> You're not sending me to the Jets. You better back out of here
5: with that well, crap. But, but, like, legitimately, all right, Trey Lance, say he plays well in the opener against the Bears. Plus, plus seven, our Chicago, just saying. <laughs> uh, and then he's got Seattle week two. All right, if he plays well enough, then maybe you, you like what you see and you can start to think about, all right, we, we can be all right. We can win with him and then you're looking at what else is out in the free agency world and maybe there's an injury or another situation whereby Jimmy Garoppolo is a viable trade option that still can exist right all of these are you know the, like a multiverse there's lots of things that can concurrently be true in this but i like your best thing is since they never brought anybody in to challenge Brock Purdy who might have been brilliant for all we know behind mm-hmm. the scenes he's just oh, a yeah. loser yeah, you never know.
4: Behind the scenes, he was great. We he's love a, the guy.
5: He's a wizard, so uh, they just they didn't a wizard even bother. Harry. Yeah, they didn't even bother to go do anything else because they had him. But it, it really is great uh, great fodder. And like I've always said, the hey, looking over his shoulder, if if he's that guy, he
2: ain't your guy. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon
1: weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
3: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an
6: Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
4: Oh, gee, that's great. I get this again. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. It's, sh- it's a show all about you. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> Feel I mean, the hate rising within you. <laughs> here, here's how – look, just really quick, you know, because school has just started. Here's how excited my daughter and all her friends are, and what a big deal Stranger Things is. Like, mm-hmm. her and one of her best friends came came over the house after school today because they were so excited that they have somebody named Eddie in their class. Oh, nice. We got – there's a guy – there's a boy named Eddie in my class. I had class. a guy named
5: Eddie who used to eat <laughs> bugs. Yeah. <laughs> He was a guy that once cut himself with a razor blade when he found out about blading and wrestling. Oh, wow. Really- and, and he said, I'll do it for, you know, kick some money into the up on the windowsill. And people started putting money up there. And then uh, when he didn't do it uh, deep enough, they wanted their money back. So he uh, went a little further. Did not end well for Eddie that day.
4: Uh, <laughs> well, that's a, that's a real pick me up that story. Yeah, you know, I you know I give you a nice fun. Hey, they're just happy. Well, and they but, love the but, character. But he got Munson. bandaged up and he was back
5: at class. Like, oh my god, a guy that cut himself on a
4: dare a bunch of times. He made money. No, it was it was, it was one time with s- that. They got I, him out I could of that. Send you to prison if I'm going to go to prison for the mailbox thing for twenty years. I could send you to prison for that. Why? I, I was the guy that went out and got him help. Mm,
5: yeah, yeah. It's so you say exactly. Allegedly. Anyway, what what is Eddie's special power in in,
4: in your daughter's <laughs> class? No, he's just his name is he's Eddie. Just Eddie. That's all they care. That's all he's got. <laughs> do you call him Eddie Munson and her be, and and we're about to go? Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. So <sighs> now I'm just going to call him Eddie Munson. <laughs> I mean, they were so excited. Ask I'm him if he play plays guitar. <laughs> This is music. Uh, all right. So uh, tonight, <laughs> the biggest controversy in sports, and we talked about this when it went on, uh, was a haircut yeah. at the U.S. Open. This got all kinds of attention uh, because two guys who were known as as pranksters on YouTube decided to perform a haircut. One guy who's a who's a big YouTuber got a haircut from another guy, and they were sitting in the second row during one of the matches, and they got a lot of attention. Here they are uh, getting a haircut, and the guy is like shaving the other guy's head, and it's like it was like shaving like the entire head. Like this was like a lot of hair was coming off. This wasn't just, hey, here's a little bit off the sides. This this wasn't an Arrested Development, Ron Howard, this is a hat-on haircut. No, this was like he was fully getting shaved. And he's sitting in the second row, and he's getting getting a haircut for a while. And finally, they removed both of them from the U.S. Open. That's how you get over, buddy, right there. By getting a haircut somewhere? Really? Well,
5: I mean, if your whole thing is to get people to admire and see what you're doing on youtube that's certainly one way to do it right we've never talked about this guy he, he suddenly has a whole new nationwide global audience by us giving him two minutes i haven't said his name yet but everybody knows who he is he's the haircut guy at the u.s open <laughs> right? So whatever his other jackassery is, not to be affiliated uh, or construed that he's part of the jackass uh, ensemble. But the idea, whatever he does is pranks and everything else. He's got a couple million followers. His estimated worth net worth is a couple million bucks. And he's only like 22 years old. So getting over by
4: getting a haircut. Yeah, no, look, I don't need to care why, because I I don't know anything about pageantry or how to act at a sporting event. I can't believe nobody around him is like, hey, come on, dude, I'm trying to watch tennis here. I didn't come to watch you get a haircut. No, but that's the problem is you got a bunch of guys. I don't know.
5: Guys that turn around and start watching him get a haircut, and he's talking to them. I'm like, screw that. Have this guy removed, and I want to get back to my match where I can watch
4: Kyrgios uh, smash his racket because he's (laughs) mad. Twitter and about a fresca. Mike, it's swollen down. Oh, yeah, we got to do that during the show. We're going to cut all of Tyshirt's hair off tomorrow during the show. Is that right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, first what? We'll, first, we'll give him a Joe Dirt Tame mullet, and then we're going <sighs> to cut all his hair off. Tom where go. you make it. <laughs> Coming up next, my buddy Ben Maller. This is Fox. Cuse, yo.
1: We're not cutting my hair off.